0: Pop a top again I've just got time For one more round Set em up my friend
1: Then I'll be gone Welcome back to week three Of Two Drunk Brothers and a podcast <laughs> Thanks for joining us um, Once again coming through your airwaves With some fantastic hot takes And some gambling picks this week uh, real quick, some breaking news. I actually today just submitted our podcast um, to Apple Podcasts, so hopefully soon we'll be able to uh, – you guys will be able to listen to us on more than just SoundCloud. you li- will be able to listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Um, Spotify is a whole other beast. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that, but we're trying to get on Spotify. We should be on Apple iTunes um, by the end of this week, so keep tuned on that. Once we get approved, I'll have Travis send out a tweet and uh let you guys know we are an Apple Podcast, but that is in the works currently. Um, yeah. So real quick, we are gonna recap our gambling picture for the weekend. And uh, once again, I did not do stellar. I did not do stellar at all. Uh, finished the weekend at three and five. Losing um, records. Losing record. Well, you have finished four and four. I'm four and
2: four. I'm fine. I mean fifty percent is good in the gambling world. You don't you're not losing money at fifty percent. Except you did. So well when you put money on games twice and games that you think are going to happen more the others. If I were to put the same amount of money on every game, I'm not losing money, but I don't do that. So Yeah.
1: Just, you, don't, my- you don't, you don't hedge your bets correctly anyway. Yeah. No. So we're still under, um, we're under on the year, $40 since week one culture ball. So three weeks minus 40 bucks. It's what not I- bad. It could have been worse. I like uh, the matchups
2: this week. This week's going to be a good week. I'm feeling it.
1: Uh, we'll see. I felt the exact opposite, but anyway, Travis finished four and four. He's nine and six on the year, so good for him. Uh, I am three and five, three and five last week, and five and eleven on the year. So uh, I'm not looking so hot. Um, I know we kicked around the idea of me getting a punishment for a bad week, and I'll consider last week a bad week. So I'm not. We're not going to send out a tweet and let you guys call it in. If you guys are listening to this podcast and have a good idea for a punishment for me, within reason, within reason, obviously, tweet it to us. Tweet it to us. Shoot shoot us a DM on, on Twitter and let us know, and uh, we'll try to get a video of me doing something stupid. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that for sure if we can get something of Jared doing something dumb. But, hey, this week's nothing, a new week. Nothing that's going to jeopardize my job or my career. Right. But yeah. this week's a new week, so I
2: could I could lose and get the next week's punishment. Well, technically, we'll go
1: weeks in the rest. First yeah. of all, I just want to say the Seahawks are dog shit. Um, they, I will not bet on them the rest of the year. Um, no. Ohio State was a bad beat. They won by 12, and we spread it was minus 13. And then Mizzou just mizzou like always. I'm glad they got the dub, but just a couple bad beats again. I mean, the Seahawks are just absolute dog shit. And that's all I got say about that.
2: I agree. We're going to go into our first segment here of this episode, First and Ten. First and Ten
0: for the 45-yard line.
2: Right, we're going to talk about five different topics You'll you'll hear a hot take from both me and Jarrett. And the first one I have on tap, I will let Jarrett
1: start it off. Uh, Least valuable player. So real quick, this week on First and Ten, we are going to keep this under 10 minutes this week. So I'm currently setting a stopwatch right now. You want me to do my least valuable player from the weekend? Least valuable player first. So my least valuable player from the weekend, uh, I went kind of funky here. Uh, I did special teams overall. Uh, in the NFL and in college, you had Zane Gonzalez missing two field goals and two extra points, lost his job. Um, Daniel Carlson in Minnesota did the same thing, missed a game-winning field goal, um, lost his job to Dan Bailey, so finally he has a place in the NFL. And then also, I don't know if you guys saw it, but that North Texas punt return against Arkansas, where the guy didn't even fair catch it, but Arkansas thought he did and just took off running for a touchdown. So just special teams all around, in football yeah. in general this weekend was was, was not great.
2: Yeah, and the uh, Wisconsin kicker missed their uh, their
1: tying tying kick. First yeah, year. I mean, there's just too many accounts, to especially teams around and we did not have a mm-hmm. great weekend. So that's my least valuable player for the weekend. Special my least across the board. I totally agree. My
2: I actually actually picked the least valuable player. I was going to go with Russell Wilson because he played like absolute ass. I think he's droppable in all fantasy leagues. Um, Daniel Carlson is mine. He missed a 48 yard at the end of the second quarter. 49 yard. Go ahead. What would have been the game winner in early overtime? Then he missed a 35-yarder to win the game. To give a background on this guy. He held the, holds the record for most points in SEC history, ever. 480. Uh, he went 13 for 21 in field goals of 50-plus in in college, which ranked second in NCAA history. Easy, least valuable player. So we, me, and Jared both agree with that. We're gonna move to the second. We're gonna give
1: you our most valuable player of the week. Of the Jared. weekend. Mine is Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick. All I got to say about dude, fuck off. Eight touchdowns in two games. Winston's career is over. His job in Tampa Bay is done. 2-0, and Fitzmagic, eight TDs. That's all I got to say. Winner from the weekend, man. That guy's on fire right now. Looking like a boss like Conor McGregor in his post-game conference, by the way.
2: <laughs> I agree with that. I'm going to go, you know who my MVP is? My MVP for every other team is the Arizona Cardinals. I wasn't really in love with any player this week. But you got to give us the other Arizona Cardinals. Um, St. Bradford and their crew really pride themselves in sucking major ass. <laughs> they scored six points all season long. They've had 365 yards of offense. They've so, you're let saying, up. so you're saying
1: the most valuable player is anyone that plays Arizona,
2: essentially. Anyone that plays Arizona, the most valuable player of that game is going to be Arizona. So – yeah, it's, uh, it's not looking good for them. Uh, they've let up 58 points, and 872 yards. They should quit and get the first pick.
1: I like that. That's a, that, that's a fun spin on the MVP. <laughs> so, basically, anybody that's playing Arizona is going to be an MVP. Anybody who okay. plays Arizona. So, the Rams
2: get to play them twice. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, we're going to go with the – move
1: on to the next one. We're going to go with the most improved team, College or NFL. Oh, you guys are going to like this. No, you guys are not going to like this. But I'm going with the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, I, mean, I hate it. I'm a Mizzou guy through and through. Times two, uh, two degrees, for, two degrees from Mizzou. But I mean, Kansas is two and one, and they've beat you know a couple of good. I mean, not good teams, but they beat Rutgers and CMU, who are both you know uh, Division One schools, or you know Rutgers being a Power Five school, even though they're god awful. But the last time put, to put it in perspective, the last time Kansas was two and one was 2014. Um, which was four years ago, uh, so not that long ago. But that year, they beat Semo, Southeast Missouri State, for all that, for everyone out there who doesn't know that. and Central Central Michigan, again um, that year, they did, and they lost to Duke their second game of the year. So they started out two and one. But they did finish the year three and nine. So there's still hope for us Mizzou fans. They will continue to suck dick and go down the shitter. Uh, but I got to give it up to them, man. Starting out two and one, they've had some awful years the past couple years in football.
2: Yeah. That uh, it's a good one. I hate to hear it, but I uh, I totally agree. Mine. I'm gonna go with the team that went four and twelve last year in the NFL. You got to give it up for the Denver Broncos, man.
1: Yeah. Started out
2: two and zero on the season. They're not getting it done easy, but they're winning. I really, honestly see them going eight and eight, which is a hell of a lot better than they did last year. I don't love their team. Don't love their offense,
1: but um, I like that Philip Lindsay kid. Yeah, he uh, he runs like a motherfucker. He's so fast.
2: Yeah. So anyone who drop, who drafted Royce Freeman, I feel sorry for you. Denver Broncos are gonna go eight and eight. They're gonna they're on the and they're improving for sure.
1: Yeah, I like that one. That's a that's a fantastic and pick. Uh,
2: we're gonna move on to our last second, or our last little piece of this first and ten. We're gonna go. There's on, two pieces left. Oh, two pieces. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, we're gonna go with teams that are trending downward.
1: So yeah, teams that are trending in the wrong direction. Wrong direction. So my team that's trending in the wrong direction is the Houston Texans. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're 0-2. Yeah, I feel like they've had a tough couple matchups maybe. They played Tennessee last week and they lost to Blaine Gabriel.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's, that's okay. bad.
1: So that's they're trending
2: down right
1: there. Yeah, they're trending downward. I mean, this is a team I thought for sure was going to win the division. Um, I felt they were going to challenge the Jaguars and beat the Jaguars and take that AFC South crown. Um, but they're 0-2. Um, the last year they did that, to put it in perspective, it was 2015, so again, not that long ago. Um, they didn't even start 0-2 last year when they went 4-12. and But they started 0-2 in 2015. They lost to Kansas City and Carolina that year. They did finish 9-7 and win their division, but then lost in the first round of playoffs. I can tell you right now, though, 9-7 and will not win the AFC South this year. No way. Um, I think that's a pretty good division. With I mean, Indianapolis is playing better than I thought they would. Um, Tennessee's playing better than I thought they would. So – um. Yeah, Houston's not trending in in a very good direction. Deshaun Watson's not playing great. He has like 300 something yards, 300 uh, something passing yards on the air. So um, they play the Giants this week. That is a must-win matchup because if they start 0 and three and lose to the Giants, then I think their season's over, and you might as just call it, call it a wash. Yeah, I uh, I agree. They
2: are they're looking good. They need to pick things up. My uh, my team is going into the. Lower side of the football. I'm going to go Arkansas football program. Yeah. They've always been decent. They didn't make a bowl game last year, but they usually do. So, it's, it's kind of a trending thing that they're going, but they are bad. They lost to North Texas 44-17. At their
1: home. At six. home.
2: Yeah. Coming up, they have Auburn, and m Bama, Ole Miss. Oh, they're going to be 0-6, man. They're, they're, they're not going to be good. So I'm saying it now. Hot take. Here it is. Hot take. They won't win more than two games. Oh yeah, they, no way. They will be 2 and 10. They're not going to be any SEC West. football. The only they're not going to be any SEC team. The only non-conference game they have left is Tulsa, I believe.
1: But I mean, if North Texas st- spanked them, I don't I can see Tulsa them. They, they might two. go 1 and 11. Have they won a game yet? Yeah, they won a game. Who they
2: beat? Uh, some shit team. I don't, I don't know. Some shit I like that team. dog. They might have won 11. Saying it now, Arkansas won't win more than two. If they do win two, I mean, they might
1: win three on a limb. So, a team training in the wrong direction, definitely, yes, they have been good in recent years. Um, what, they were like five and seven last year, I think, four and eight. Five and seven, there. and then there were like seven and five and eight and four. So, yeah, they're definitely training in the wrong direction. They're going down. So, yeah, they're not going to right most underrated team. Underrated team. Um, so, yeah, most underrated team or team to beat is kind of what I put. Um, dude, I'm going to go LSU, man. They're swinging their dicks around like 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 Day or King Kaka of the SEC right now, and I still think they're super underrated. Um, they are. They have, they have I mean, talent. Yeah, they beat Miami, and they beat uh, – you know, they just beat Auburn this past weekend. And still, I get on Twitter, and I see everyone talking shit on their quarterback. Like, that's all the – TJ Moe's doing it. Like, everyone on Twitter is talking shit on their quarterback. Guess what? It doesn't matter. They have the best two wins in Culture football. I mean, Garrett right not doing any better. Well, the, they're the only team in cultural Bowl to beat two top ten teams. They beat Miami and Auburn. So I think it's going to come down them and, to them and Bama whenever they play. I don't know when it is. Uh, it's the, the I, uh, so I'm really I'm really looking forward to that game when they play Bama because that's going to be a huge matchup and really kind of set the tone for the SEC West and the whole entire SEC. I think I think whoever wins that will go to the cultural Bowl playoff because. They're just king dicks right now in the SEC. So that's my most underrated team or the team to beat uh, right now in college football.
2: Yeah, the SEC West is strong. Here we go. I'm going to say it. I'm going to put out there. I'm going to be a homer. My underrated team, I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins. Why? Uh, <laughs> I just had to do it. I mean, Pete, the experts had us. We started the season 31st in the power rankings ahead of only the Browns. We are now sixteenth. Some, some some websites had us 32. Some some websites had us 32. What the hell? We are now 16th. We've jumped up so many spots. Experts said that honestly we would win three to four games. A lot of us had us at the uh, the third and fourth pick of this draft. Two. Two and I knew they'd be wrong. Two and heading for three and playing the shit Oakland Raiders at home. And I'm not just I'm not saying they're gonna be great. I'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna make a run for the Super Bowl or anything, but I think we're gonna be in contention for the playoff spot.
1: So, under underrated teams, definitely the Dolphins. Defense looks strong. Defense looks really good. All if right. you need, if you need a defensive fantasy, go, 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 pick them up. Honestly, they are they are doing really well yeah. defensive wise. They are they are a good fantasy pickup. So we did a little bit better in the past weeks, but we kept it uh, right at ten minutes. We're at ten minutes and fifteen seconds right now. So uh, that's gonna wrap up our first and ten segment for the week. We're gonna roll into our next one. Degenerates
2: Digest. All right, here we go with our Degenerates Digest. We have coming to you every week three college football, three NFL games, and then our locks of the week. The first college football game on tap is number 22, Texas A&M, at number one, Alabama. Alabama is 27 and a half
1: point favorites. What What do you feel about this? Dude, this is just like – I don't know, man. Like that's crazy. 27 and a half. On a top 25 team. I get there at home and I get, you know, they've they've played a lot of, you know, they played really good football. I mean, they won 51-14, 57-7, and sixty. They just beat, they beat Ole Miss one. by 55 points. But is Ole Miss going to be good, though? That's the thing. Ole Miss is not number 22 in A&M. Yeah, and a and played the number two team in the country, Clemson, lost by, and lost two. by two points. Yep. So I think 27.5 is way too much. Yep. You get me Texas A&M all day. This, I, I this agree. Way I don't... Big, way too, it was way too big of a spread for a top 25 matchup. It is. And I, I honestly – I won't be
2: surprised if they do cover it, though, but I don't see a ranked team getting blown out by four-plus touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so I'm going
2: right. to go with my gut here, and I'm going to pick A&M as well. So right here, one one for one. I picked Alabama against minus twenty three, and they were minus twenty three and a half versus Ole Miss. So I'm not a hater against big spreads, but I'm a hater against this matchup.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I would have I would have picked Bama if Texas and hadn't played Clemson this year, and only and lost to him by two points. Like, yeah, so. there's there's not a lot of you can't tell me that there's twenty five points in between Alabama and Clemson. There's no way. I yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I don't
2: think so as well. So moving on with that, where we both pick A and M on that one should cover, I would imagine. Um, honestly, may, might even win, given a no, given Fuck a off! Battle.
1: Fuck off! They're not gonna battle Maybe. I'm no, not, I'm not saying they win. will.
2: I'm just saying that's that's a possibility. They don't have they don't have
1: Johnny Manzo anymore, so no.
2: That's true. Second uh, matchup for college football, we have number 17 TCU at Texas. TCU is three and a half point favorites.
1: Um, what do you got? Uh, Texas coming off a big win, probably their yeah, biggest win, win, biggest win in in and not, I mean, in recent history for them. Recent, yeah. They've had a lot of bad of, uh, of bad years. Uh, finally, won a bowl game last year against Mizzou. That was, <laughs> I mean, that was, that, that was a big one for Texas. But yeah, I think TCU. It, fuck Tom Herman. I think TCU is gonna win. Um, I don't see them losing to Texas. It's a big in-state rival, rivalry now. Now that Texas doesn't play A&M, I mean, really, they have Baylor and TCU, and I'll consider TCU the, the, the bigger rival in state for them. Um, but I think TCU wins, uh, and I think they win by like five or six points. It's not going to be a blowout, but TCU wins. So I, I picked them. pick them on the spread for me. I bet against Texas last week,
2: uh, going up against ranked uh, USC, and I'm going to do it again. Fuck Texas. Fuck town, <laughs> I, Honestly, I don't think I. I. I yeah, I don't think they proved it to me. And I also don't think that they're – that big 12 offense can, uh, has enough, like, wits to stop Sean Robinson in that fast TCU offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a good game, and I think TCU is going to need to have a good game. They can't come out flat, and they need to come out strong. I, I'm uh, I'm taking TCU on that one. I'm still not convinced Texas is there.
1: I 100% agree.
2: So, there we go. We're, we got two of the same picks. We're moving on to the – Last and third college football pick of the week, number seven, Stanford, minus two
1: points um, at number 20, Oregon. What do you think? So I am going to go with my gut here uh, and say Stanford is going to go ahead and, and get the W here and cover that two-point spread. Um, they actually moved to two. Did you, say, did you say two and a half? No, I said two. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's at two. Basically a pick them. I doubt they win by one if they do win. Um, Stanford is just a really solid team this year. I know you have them in your, in your college football playoff, as we discussed last, last week. And here's a fact for you. This year, Oregon is 0-3 against the spread. So Stanford's 2-1. and one. Yeah. Um, I Stanford. A, yeah, that's good.
2: Um, I love Stanford. And I, I mean, shit, their games are so late. I haven't been able to watch them, so I don't exactly. know why. Exactly.
1: Start a journey, not a fad.
2: I picked them when they played USC. They won. The defense is solid. They've only allowed 23 points all year in three games.
1: Bryce uh, loves a stud. Three.
2: Bryce loves a stud. He's going to need to show out, though. Um, he hasn't really done so far this year, um, but I don't think Oregon has it in them. So Stanford minus
1: two. We, we, are, we are on the same page here. On all three of them, again. All three. Again, but, guys, like I said, we don't, we don't pick these together. Like, I write the script to Travis, and we pick separately and kind of collaborate here. So, yeah. So pretty crazy once again. We're picking
2: all three together. We're going to move in. We'll just go do our college football play, our college
1: football lock of the week. Let's see what Jared has. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to keep it short. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, South Carolina minus two and a half at Vanderbilt. South Carolina had the week off last week because of Hurricane Florence, um, and they didn't play, so they got a week's worth of rest. I think they're a good team. Um, and a two-and-a-half point spread is not a lot against a Vanderbilt team that you know had a pretty good showing against Notre Dame. Your Vanderbilt but, looks good. But I think South Carolina is going to get the W um, and win by at least a touchdown. So I'll give you South Carolina. Minus two-and-a-half. That's my lock of the week at Vanderbilt. Wow.
2: That's a lock. I, I really like Vanderbilt this year, so I don't, I'm don't i not sure about that. Here's my lock of the week. I hate to do it. I'm going to do it to you. Georgia minus 15 at the zoo. Um, we all saw how wow. bad we all saw how bad Mizzou's defense was last week against Purdue, letting up 37 points. We blew a 17-point lead and a 10-point lead. I'd love to be wrong here, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Georgia hangs up 50-plus um, on Mizzou. Uh, we up 572 yards to a backup quarterback who has he's seen the field this year, but he had yet to throw a touchdown until he saw us and he set a fucking school record against Mizzou. Set a school record. It's fucking he's Purdue, like 20, man. The
1: school record yards. will start like fucking 250 yards.
2: Yeah, it's, I,
1: I, I'd love to be wrong here, but I, I don't see the Georgia-Mizzou game being that close. So uh, we said it last week we never bet on the, the alma mater, and last week was a perfect example of why we don't. Um, and I think you're going to get fucking bit in the ass this week. So I hope you do, and I hope Mizzou wins. So fuck you. I, I would be happy if Mizzou won
2: and I lost my money. But if Mizzou went, loses by 14, I will be pissed. But I don't see that happening. They're either going <laughs> to or they're going to lose by fucking 25.
1: We'll see. I, I can see that. All right, let's roll into the NFL games this week. Uh, yeah. We're going to the Thursday night game. We got the Jets against the Browns at the Browns. The Browns are minus three favorites. Who you got in that one, Trav? I don't know. It's going to be
2: – this is – I, I – I, this, really is a tough not
1: one. Sure. this is a tough one, man. It's really
2: a really tough one. The Browns have had some tough luck, um, but I think they can pull it out here. I'm going out on a limb, but I think they can get it done. The New York offense is not good. People are hooting and hollering about fucking Sam Darnold, and I don't think he's that good. The Browns' defense is not that bad. They're going to hang on, um, and then the fucking – the coolers are going to unlock, and Cleveland's going to riot. They're going to get those fucking free beers, and they're going to go nuts. Cleveland's but gonna are, win.
1: They, are they going to win by three?
2: That's the spread. They might win by three. That's about it. But, so you're taking Cleveland minus three. I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm going to go out on a limb and take them. I think Sam Darnold throws a pick or two, and their their offense is just stagnant.
1: Charles definitely is going to catch a touchdown pass this week. I definitely agree with their, uh, that Sam Darnold will throw a pick or two. Uh, my apologies. You know, I picked, picked him up in their fantasy league last week <laughs> because that was shitty. I am sorry. Miami played a lot better than what I thought they did. Anywho, um, I'm going to go the exact opposite. Our first is disagreement, I'm going to go the Jets plus three. Uh, I don't think Cleveland's that great. Um, I don't either. I don't think either teams are great. And honestly, I, I said last week I wasn't going to watch a look at the Thursday night game and I ended up watching the whole damn thing. Uh, this week, I would be surprised if I don't watch it, though. Um, but I'm going to pick the Jets plus three. I don't know why. Um, this was the, the only game I was like, what, what the fuck do I pick here? Uh, and I, for some reason I find myself leaning towards the Jets because I think the Browns will always find a way to lose. Um, and, you know, really, if the, even if the Browns, even if it's a three-point game, I get to push. And I could see, see it coming down to a field goal. And if the Browns end up kicking a game-winning field goal, then I still cover because I, I, I get to push my money back. So I'll take the Jets plus three. I, too. I always
2: say I'm never going to watch the Thursday night games, but shit. I mean, I have no football all week. Come Thursday, and I'm like, it's wing and beer night, and I'm watching these
1: games. But can't they pick some fucking better
2: games? Honestly, they've they been – shit. The Jets and Browns, like what were they thinking?
1: I, I don't, don't know. know.
2: But we, got, we at wheelies, maybe got a better Sunday night matchup because, I mean, you got the Pats minus seven versus Detroit. Minus seven? Give me my money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Money, please. Uh, the Lions <laughs> have let up 78 fucking points. The Patriots are going to bounce back from their horrific offensive performance from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because Josh Gordon's um, there now. And they're going to straight up lay their dicks on the uh, Lions and say, yeah. "And say, here it is. Sorry, Detroit. It's going to happen. Pats. Yeah,
1: I agree. I'm not going to say a lot right there. The Lions speaks for itself. Pats minus seven. Um, I think they win by maybe 20 points. So. Um, yeah, give honestly. me the pats. Give me the pats all day. For sure, there. There's no way they lose that game or win by less than seven. No way. Yeah.
2: Monday night football. Got the Steelers minus one and a half at Tampa Bay.
1: Dude, this is a trap. It's actually moved to minus one. It's a pick 'em pretty much. Minus one. Yeah, it's minus Track one. Game. Steelers are playing bad. Tampa Bay is playing out of their goddamn mind. Fitzpatrick's in a contract year. He knows he has to show up these first four games to win the job. Uh, exactly. And so it was minus one and a half when
2: I checked three hours ago. I can't imagine people betting on tape of the head like, Oh right, Fitzpatrick, oh playing so good. No. Take Pittsburgh. Fuck you. Take Pittsburgh. They will not lose again. Especially this team. Fitzpatrick's head is so fucking big. It's so big, dude. I don't know how he's keeping it on his shoulders. They're <laughs> not gonna lose. Honestly. Pittsburgh's gonna take advantage. They're oh one and one. Yeah. They can't. They cannot lose this game. Pittsburgh does this
1: every year. year. I was listening to the to the Pat McAfee show today, and like a lot of his guys are from Pittsburgh, and they do this every. He, they were talking about it. They do this every year. They like play like dogs in mm-hmm. the first four games, and then rattle off like fucking twelve wins in a row and make a run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, so with that being said, I mean you have Love Bell. It's not back. I mean Antonio Brown's tweeting that hey, trade me they prove he's going. to play. Antonio Brown say hey, trade me to prove that I'm the best receiver in the game. Um. Fitzpatrick, for the exact opposite reason that you said, he has to show out. He has two more games to continue to, to do what he's doing these, these first two games to basically take Jameis Winston's job. I think if he wins, wins on, on Monday night and wins this game, he has a job where Jameis Winston gets, gets off his of suspension. I'm taking the Bucks plus one all day.
2: This is going to be a great game. I cannot see it. Fitzmagic, my ass, that name belongs to Minka. It um, does. It
1: does. He trademarked now, that shit.
2: So you can't say if it's magic anymore. You're gonna get sued if you're talking
1: about Ryan. So you're taking the Steelers minus one, thing, the Bucks plus one. It's two of the NFL I'll, games we disagree on. Yeah, I'll take the Steelers uh, money line on that one. There's no way they fucking lose that
2: game. The money fucking the goddamn spread's essentially money line. I know. Is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they win. I would. I'm. Su- I was surprised that, that Tampa Bay was uh, was
1: favorite. Yeah, whatever. They're not favored. They're plus one. Tampa Bay is? Tampa Bay's plus one, yeah. Oh, they were minus one and a half earlier. No, they're plus one. Oh, either way. Uh I'll take the Steelers
2: minus one and a half.
1: Minus one, whatever. Minus one. Well, whatever. It's essentially pick them. I'm taking the Bucks plus one. So Move one. on to our, uh NFL lock of the week. What do you got? Uh Falcons minus three. They're playing the Saints. Saints aren't playing great. Falcons are playing really well. It was a good uh, rivalry too. It's a great rivalry game. Um I don't see the Saints. You know they almost lost. They should have lost to the Browns. They lost to the Bucks week one. Um, I'm taking the Falcons minus three all day. It's my lock of the week. The Falcons are finally playing well. They got that offense clicking. Matt Ryan's finding, finding his groove again.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's doing well. Uh, I don't know if Devonta Freeman's coming back this week or not. Either way, I don't think it matters.
1: No, um, I think I think until the Saints get uh, fuck. He's in my fan. Uh, the running back Marking Mark until they get Marking Ingram back. I don't think their offense is going to be super great. Cause I mean, they just know they're throwing to Michael Thomas. They're one. They're 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 one-dimensional. Without without without.
2: It's it's oh, if you're passing, it's going to Thomas. I mean,
1: uh, you have you have Kamara, you have Kamara, but
2: I mean, still, there's two people in that offense, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I think this might get overlooked. Uh, Packers minus three at Washington. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Minus three. They the the Redskins just lost to the Dan Colts by like twelve. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to roll in the D.C. Mad as hell that they lost or they tied. Um, and he's going to lay their hammer down. Go, Pat, go.
1: I like that. Uh-huh. I didn't even see that. You're right. I, I think that is going to get overlooked. I was just scrolling through all the NFL lines like, hey, what's going to be on lock of the week? And I picked the Falcons, but I definitely like that minus three at the Packers. Yeah. Sure. Great. It's a great pick. For sure. I feel it. So we're going to roll on to our Q&A section. Q&A for the second week in a row. Got some good questions coming up for you. Yeah, we
2: do. We got um, at Jack Nations. You can follow him on Twitter. Look him up. Um, He's coming to us again with a question. Here it is. Does Josh Gordon do better in New England than Chad Ochocinco did?
1: Uh, I mean, that's an easy question. Uh, They're getting about the same amount of games nearly, though. Listen to me. Listen to me. Josh Gordon will be better as long as he gets on the field. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. Um, Chad uh,
2: for all those of you who don't know, he played 15 games, had 15 catches, yeah. 276 yards and a touchdown um, with New England. Josh Gordon can do that in one game if he plays. Yeah, see, that's if they utilize him. I mean, if they do, he'll do better. I think he's going to get in legal trouble
1: again, though. He's, he literally can't stay out of it. That's just me. But if he doesn't, I mean – this was a fucking steal for the Patriots. I'm so pissed off the NFL. I mean, remember whenever, uh, fuck Goddamn, what's his name? David Stern blocked the trade of Chris Paul to the Lakers. Yeah, this has been a, this should have been an instance where I think Roger Goodell should have blocked this trade. They got him for a fucking fifth round draft
2: pick. Like, Goodell still probably doesn't know that that's where. Josh
1: no went. one else could have been like, hey, I'll give you a fourth round, or I'll give you a fourth and a fifth. I don't A fifth know, like, round draft pick for
2: him, and that's only if he if he's inactive for ten games. I don't fucking know. Something like yeah. that. It, the trade is fucked up. It's it's thrown under the table. The fucking Patriots love picking up scumbag athletes. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if he does well here. Example, they picked up Michael Floyd in December of two thousand sixteen after, after the U- Arizona U- cut
1: from that DUI. Yeah, they love picking up these these losers. So anyway, like I was saying, like when when Josh Gordon, if he ever gets in the field, they they have so many weapons they don't, you don't know who they're going to target. So um, I think he can do that in a couple of games. To easily be better than Ocho Cinco ever was. No, I don't think, I don't think he has
2: that much production there. You don't um, think he gets 276 receiving yards? I'm not
1: saying that he's not going to be better. I mean, it's it's the question not- was the question was not if he's going to be great. The question was will he do better or worse than Ocho Cinco did? Yes, if he if he gets on the field.
2: I say he doesn't catch more than three touchdowns. Yeah, he'll be better,
1: but he's not going to be good. Okay, that's not the question, though. The question was, will he be better than no, Cinco.
2: I get it. But um, he he will probably be better than Chad Cinco. But what the fuck I'm saying is that do not start him in your fantasy lines. He's not going to be that
1: good. All right, well, now we're getting way off topic. So let's go on to the next question. All
2: right, our next question is from at BritBlock11 coming us to him. Coming to us from Korea, Missy Man, he has two questions. Uh, his first question is, who are your top five teams after two weeks in the NFL? I'm going to you, give mine to you real quick. Rams, Chiefs, Jags, Vikings, Beckers.
1: Uh, mine are Rams, Jags, Chiefs, Bengals, Bucks. Bengals, gross. Hey, they're 2-0. Oh. They a
2: lucky win, two lucky wins. Um, his next question right. coming to us. Do the Cardinals make the playoffs, St. Louis native? That's why he asked this. I say yes. I say we win the wild card game versus the Brewers even. So, and then we get beaten in LDS by the Cubs. Sorry,
1: Cardinals, not your year. Uh, I don't think this, they're not even going to make the playoffs, man. The way they've been playing, they've been playing not that great of baseball in the last, you know, two weeks. They have a pretty tough stretch down the stretch. I mean, minus the next three games they have against San Francisco um, after this Atlanta series. They play Milwaukee, Chicago at the end of the year. Um, I can just see them falling apart, so I'm not even gonna say they are make the playoffs. I mean, it hurts me to say it, but it's just kind of a, a, a shitty draw for them. Yeah,
2: we'll see. It's gonna come down to uh, it's gonna come down to the wire and how we play these next ten games. I think we're losing right now. And yeah. We have uh, we have one last question coming
1: to you from at real e Short. Ethan By the way, Short? we are not losing. Dion hit a homer, and we're winning two to one. Oh,
2: cool. Well, there you go. If we win this game, we're in good shape. Ethan Short coming to us with a, with a question. I can only imagine he was playing Fortnite when he asked this. What do you think of Ninja being featured on ESPN the Mac, and does this have a huge impact on esports community? I don't like it, honestly. I mean – And I play Fortnite, and I'm a gamer,
1: so. I mean, there's so – I don't know. Uh, you know how I feel about the whole Fortnite. And the- I just don't feel like esports is ever gonna catch traction. I mean, if you look at the numbers, like it's it's insane, like how much yeah, people are paying money to go watch, and like they're fucking selling out stadiums to watch but, guys play League of Legends and like all this shit in these tournaments. Like it's it's insane, and it blows my mind. What? Why? What? What in your fucked up mind? What in your brain makes you want to watch someone else fucking play a goddamn video game? There's sometimes – I mean, we're all watch some Fortnite
2: streams, but not for that long and not for that – I'm not that serious about it. Like, It's so
1: goddamn boring. I don't get people it. who
2: don't watch sports, like it's I just feel like it's it's a whole
1: different thing. Esports, that's not – that's stupid. But, but to answer the question, I don't like it. Like Travis said, we don't like it being on the magazine. But I think it has a very, very, very big impact on the esports community. Um, in the esports community, yeah. I mean, it's, but but they're targeting the wrong audience. I feel like a
2: lot of us people who like actual sports don't agree with it. So I don't know if they should have created a different platform for it or if there even is,
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not going to act like I'm an expert on, on the subject, uh, but it's just, uh, I, yeah, I don't don't get it. I, I don't get it at all. I know the guy like, he's hanging out with like freaking all these celebrities. Like he hangs out with the guys at Marshall. He's hanging out like Dan Bilzerian a couple times. And like, it just blows my mind that somebody that literally fucking plays video games all damn day, it makes more money than I do. And is able to have this big, of big of a following. It's, I it's mean the dude makes just, millions of dollars. It's ridiculous. It's just weird to me. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the whole watching people play Fortnite on a stream and shit like that. Like, I fucking hate Fortnite. I think it's the stupidest game I've ever fucking invented. Um, it's so goddamn dumb.
2: But well, I mean, he doesn't just play Fortnite. He plays other games, too, and he's ridiculous at it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'd like to see him playing me in the game of Madden, though, is what I would like to see.
1: I bet you'd still kick your ass in Madden.
2: I don't know. We'll see. I'm calling you out, Tyler Blevins.
1: That is his real name. That's his name. <laughs> uh, see, I don't even know about the guy. Like I'm so disconnected from that world, but I think it has a huge impact. I think esports is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Anytime you sell out fucking Staples Center for the League of Legends Final and it's literally a sold out arena and people are paying like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to go to this thing, it's not a fad that's gonna that's gonna go away anytime soon. It's here to stay. So it's definitely huge for the esports community.
2: I mean, it's what we are at a sports, is what these what these kids are to esports, it's what they do. So yeah. That's uh hope that answered your question. And I think that about wraps it up for us for this week.
1: Yeah. So uh, make sure to follow us uh, on Twitter at the number two drunk brothers interact with us. We like answering these questions every week. And like I said, we are coming to you on Apple Podcasts hopefully soon. Um, For now, just keep listening to us on SoundCloud. We should have the Apple podcast up at the end of the week. And I'm trying to figure out the whole Spotify thing, um, but I'm trying to get us on there as well uh, before within the next couple episodes. So subscribe, like, share, do everything you need to do. And uh, we'll see you all next week.
2: Yeah, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to uh, tweet at us. a Punishment for Jarrett for losing these past couple weeks, and we will be coming at you with more of those hot things
1: from us. So yeah, had to do that. We said at the beginning of the episode, we won't the
2: end. So at the beginning, gotta gotta mention at the end if you listen this far. Fuck, get it to us
1: within uh, we'll reason.
2: <laughs> within reason, we will see you guys next week. Don't care what it is, but give them some. Give All them right. Peace, guys. Yeah